it's Nicole, and you are about to get a very special treat. My book is out today, and I'm so excited that I am letting you hear a chapter from the audiobook today. This chapter, called Prince's Girl, is all about how I discovered Prince, I loved his music, how I realized he was such a nasty person, but also that we had a lot of things in common, even though I was like eight years old. Um, so, so here's a small excerpt from that chapter. I hope you enjoy it and then you go out and buy it or even request it from your library. That's fine. Links are going to be in the description box. Please enjoy. Late at night, WVOL, the mighty 147 AM, would play alternative Black music like house, electronica, underground hip-hop, the music 92QFM couldn't or wouldn't play to interrupt its mainstream soul and R&B flavor. We kept the big, fancy stereo system in the living room, the kind with the glass door you had to press softly in one corner to open. It had a turntable, a radio, two cassette decks, and eventually a five-disc CD player with two speakers on either side of the console that were as tall as I was. Some nights, around 11 p.m. or as late as 1 a.m., I'd push a blank cassette into one of the decks and lightly place my index and middle fingers on the record and play buttons. You had to press them both at the same time in order to record anything. I'd sit there, cross-legged, my head leaning against the left speaker, waiting for the WVOL DJ, sometimes a college student, other times a man with a smirk of wisdom to his voice, to play certain Prince songs. One night, around the time I was 11 or 12, I finally got as clean a recording as I could manage of Girl, at the time the nastiest, sexiest song I'd ever heard in my life. I don't remember any specific thing that led me to masturbation. It was probably just basic child curiosity about my body. If I hiked my pants up too high, being silly, and the inner seam hit my cootie-coo in a weird way, something tumbled through my belly. When I'd lie in bed and stretch, pressing my thighs together so that they pushed against each side of my crotch, something shimmered behind my ear. By the time I heard girl, I was taking baths by myself and adjusting the faucet so the water would drip, drip, drip at the rhythm I needed. And I'd been reading enough romance novels to build a pretty good vocabulary of euphemisms for all the sexual body parts. The first night I heard the song, I was lying on the living room floor, well past my bedtime, reading a book, when Prince's voice breathed over a slurring keyboard for me to caress the flower. I gasped and sat up. I lowered the volume and pressed my ear against the speaker. No one else in the house could hear this. He said, be poetic. My young poet heart stopped. My body turned into a tense, trembling mass of gasps and whimpers, like I'd been overwhelmed by raw power, the electric sea from the song moving through me. Then he said he wanted to be the water in my bath. He wanted to be a wet body lapping against me, surrounding me, being the thing that drip, 
drip, drips until I'm carried away into that sea of electricity. I needed this song in my life. I knew he wasn't talking specifically to me, but how did he know me? Was this what a fully adult sexual relationship was like, this degree of knowing? After that night, I damn near camped out in the living room, waiting to catch the opening notes so I could record it. Sometimes the DJ would talk too far into the song for my liking or cut it off too early. When I finally got the cleanest recording I could get, I turned everything off and crawled into bed. Until I was 15, my brother and I shared a bedroom, so any personal exploration was always in the dead of night when I knew he was deep asleep. I put the tape in my Walkman and slid under my covers. I lay on my back and pulled the pillow over my face. I rewound the tape and pressed play, then pushed the headphones as close to my ears as possible. I had the volume at a good place, but didn't want it to be so loud that my brother or my mother on a late-night bathroom run would hear. I got under the covers with Prince's Girl, but not in the way you might expect. It wasn't a deposit in my spank bank. I was studying this song. I was hearing myself in the lyrics. It was already clear that my fascination with sex was considered inappropriate and uncomfortable. No one in my church had ever explicitly told me sex was a sin, at least not that I could recall, but it was clear to me. The condemnation for being a sexual person hung in the air, shimmying over everything like pollen. And here was Prince, expressing that he too sometimes felt bad for the desires he couldn't seem to control. He was only four years younger than my parents, a stranger I knew I'd never meet, but he knew me. He knew me.